What is going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Mask and Health Solutions Podcast. We talk about everything related to men's health, whether it's sexual health, mental health, male enhancement. We're going to discuss it here because nothing is off the table and we're down to talk about the taboo. But today we talk about energetic health, right? Something you may not have thought about, but it's something that is relevant and something that as a human being, you should probably take care of. I'm your host, CJ Rodriguez, online coach, always looking to get guys to lose fat and feel their best. That is what I do. But today we're going to talk about how you can optimize your health from a perspective and from something that I think gets overlooked oftentimes, and that's your energetic health, right? So what am I talking about? Well, the beautiful guest that I had on today, Farzine Mazanani, basically talks about how he had actually been suffering back pain for a long time. Right? And he thought it was, oh, it's all due to the fact that I had this injury back in the day. Then somebody said, hey, you know what? What you may be carrying around is some type of uh, energetic distress. And it may be just that it's it's basically being held in that one area. And you think that it's related to an injury. And maybe it's not, right? So he said, you know what? Fine, I'll give this whole energetic thing kind of a look at. And I'll see if I can see if I can get better, right? And it's interesting because it actually got rid of the pain. It didn't manage it, it got rid of the pain, right? So after feeling better from those sessions that he had with his friend, he said that I want to do this full time, right? And he decided to embark on a journey to help others and it changed the direction of his life completely. And so now what he does is that he designs various programs and he's helped many people transform their physical, emotional, and mental well-being. He's authored and published a book it's called Joyful Fix, How to Break Free from Stagnation and Move Forward in Life. He's also received the Joyful Transformation Coach Award from his publisher. He also created a modality called the Joyful Fix Quantum Healing, right? Where he uses techniques like the Joyful Joyfulix SOS, which can turn misery to joy in an instant, right? And he talks about how, you know, stagnation can affect your life, basically how energy can play into things and how to get people moving forward, right? A lot of the times you may not realize it, but because you're at a low energetic place in life, it may be, unfortunately, you know, contributing to a lot of the negative things that may be happening inside of your life, right? Where you just don't want anymore. So the beauty of it is that he was able to talk about how, you know, you can really start moving forward and how you can apply some of his modalities into your life so that you can feel your best. So it's, uh, it's honestly, it was really enlightening. And for me, you know, I love this kind of stuff because I'm all about us healing as much as possible and not looking for pills, <laughs> not looking to put more toxins into our body. You know, I want us to heal from a very holistic approach, right? And again, that's what this, this show is all about, man. Mask and Health Solutions, trying to help as many guys as possible feel their freaking best, man. Like that, that's, that's ultimately what the goal is. And I think one of the, ways that we go about that is looking for solutions finding solutions and then applying them so without any further ado i hope you guys enjoy the episode with farzin mazinani before we get started one more thing if you want to get any pe gear be sure to check out totalmanshop.com 
That is TotalManShop.com. And use the promo code MHS2020. Promo code is MHS2020. And get 12% off. Be sure to check out their wide variety of all kinds of good quality PE equipment. All right. And that's promo code MHS2020 for 12% off. And the website, once again, is TotalManShop.com. What is going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Mask and Health Solutions podcast, where I am joined by Farzin Mazinani, and I hope I nailed the name this time. <laughs> yeah, that was that was the correct name, yeah. yeah. Thank you, thank you. And Farzin is an expert who empowers people despite seemingly having the outward success that find it challenging to attain inner happiness due to emotional and mental struggles. And the reason why I bring that up, and I love that quote, first and foremost, but the reason why I start off with that is that we were just discussing off air, and I think a lot of people can attest to this, is that sometimes we look over our emotions. And Farzin here is going to let, give us a little bit of the lowdown as to why it matters, and it probably matters more than you think. And why a lot more people got to pay attention to this, even if it's not on their radar just yet, it will be after today's podcast. But first and foremost, Farzin, how are you today, man? I'm doing great. Thank you. Thank you very much. And it is an honor and a pleasure. And as I said to you before off air, like this is something that I've looked into extensively. And when it comes to alternative health, I think it's one of the things that we need to, we need to really discover more of this and make it more mainstream because it's one of the things that's leading to healing, which is something that I, I don't think is talked about enough in our modern culture. We're more about treating ailments, not really healing it. And I want to dig into your exact story. Why is it that you got into this? What happened? You know, what got you like down this road? Okay, so let me give you a little bit of background. So uh, I was uh, coming to a new country in 2001. I immigrated to Canada in 2001. And uh, so when you come to a new place like this from a different culture what happens is that you get the culture shock everything is new language culture the the treatment of the people and even the smallest stuff is all different and you are losing all your old friends and you're making your ground in the new country and stuff so it is not easy by itself so when I started um, my job in here, I couldn't use uh, whatever I was studying back home. And I was, uh, I, I came as an engineer, so uh, mm-hmm. I couldn't start with that. The reason was that you have to just go through the process and it takes time and those kind of things. So I started a regular job. And I, as I was doing that job, one day I uh, injured my back during lifting something heavy, I injured my back. I got in a freeze mode and I couldn't move. And it is not a present pleasant experience to have. I you think know? so. <laughs> and the problem was that at the time, uh, I had to rely on the income that I had and stuff. So I lost my job based on the accident that I had. Oh, no. So it was... Uh, the pain that I was experiencing, plus the the job loss, those kind of things, when they mix together, gives you 
something special. And I, I'm going to explain that special thing, uh, what that special thing is. The special thing that I received was a back pain, but not a regular back pain. Something like freezing your back every week. I would go to the therapy for uh, uh, just release it. For example, physiotherapy and all kinds of drugs and medications and tests. But I continue having those freezing moments on a weekly basis for about 15 years. And mm. every, every week I would go frozen back. I had to go and do something. They would release it and start would start over and over again. And I was tired of it, you know. FirmTech.com. I know you guys have heard of it because we have had Dr. Elliot Justin on the show before talking about just exactly how this wonderful piece of equipment works. And if you didn't know, well, the FirmTech ring actually tracks, tracks your nocturnal erections via the app. You just wear it at night, get the data. Wham, bam, and thank you, ma'am. You actually have real, legit data showing you how you are in regards to your penile health. And the other thing, too, if you just want to get somewhere, you're like, hey, you know what? I want my dick to be a little bit harder, a little bit stronger, and have some more intense uh, orgasms and erections. And I can tell you that firsthand because, well, I got both. <laughs> and that is the FirmTech Max Performance Ring. This one's cheaper, right? But you can always use both depending on what it is that you are after, right? So be sure to check it out, FirmTech.com. Use the link in the description to support the show. And again, be sure to get the most out of your sex life with the hardest cock possible at FirmTech.com. Sometimes the pain is severe but sometimes it's not that severe but it's long but it's tiring you know after 15 years i was so tired of it so one time i was talking to a friend and explaining about my situation and uh, you know at the time after 15 years you establish in the country i had my nice house i had a couple of cars and had a ni nice job i had good relationship with my wife the pain was there, but I was dealing with that the pain at the time. So what happened was I was talking to a friend of mine and explaining my situation. And she said, maybe I can help you. I said, no, you can't. Because I've <laughs> seen all the specialists, you know, all yeah. the people, top people that I could find. I went through numerous tests like MRI and nobody could see anything. Nobody knows what is the reason behind it. And she said, let's, let's try something and there's no harm. Let's try it, see what happens. So she said, I'm going to give you a couple of phone calls during the week. And we set that up and she called me and we talked and she explained that those concepts about, about the emotions and those kind of things. And I, I couldn't understand what she was talking about. So she did some something that uh, was based on her expertise was uh, releasing those emotions that was trapped in my body. And she explained that when you lost your job, what happened was that because you lost your job and you lost your income, it was a toll on your body. So the emotion that you cannot protect your family, you cannot provide for your family and you are in a bad situation. Those kind of things 
like worry and anxiety and those kind of things, those are emotions that when you are in a low energy, when you experience something, your subconscious mind says that I'm going to deal with it later. So I'm going to store it for now and deal with it later. And you carry it for your lifetime until it is released. And it doesn't release by itself. So she said that I release those and sh you should be fine. I said, let's see. Let's see what happens. Mm -hmm. So at the past, I was fine. I said that it's going to come back for sure. But it never came back. And I was amazed. A couple of phone calls just changed my life. And she said that uh, I see that you have the potential to do the same thing for other people. Why do you? Why don't you do it? I said, I don't believe in these kind of stuff. She said, you just experience it. You don't need to believe <laughs> it. You just experience it. And I said, right. Sometimes there are things that you cannot mentalize, but when you experience it, it's a different story. So I started studying and going through that path. And what happened was I had a couple of moments during my, when I was getting my certification. So I, I explained about two of those events that happened. One was that a friend of ours came to our house from another country and she was a nurse. And she was explaining that in their hospital where she was working, there were two guys came to the hospital with a headache. And so after, after examination, one of them was diagnosed with migraine and the other one was diagnosed with a tumor in the brain. Oh. It, in the skull. it was a very bad place. And they said that you're not going to last more than a month. We cannot even operate it because it's a very, in a very bad place. We, mm -hmm. we can't do much about it. So in less than a month, the guy who had the tumor just passed away. And the other guy just was fine and went home and he, he was doing fine. So the parents of the guy who passed away went to the hospital to just uh, grab the, the documents and those kind of things. And they noticed that somebody else's name is on top of his file. So their file was somehow by mistake was switched. So can you imagine that the guy who had migraine, he was told that he had tumor in the head and he died after less than a month. And the guy who had tumor was, was told that he was fine. It was just a migraine. And the, the tumor was vanished. Can you imagine that? And that, that case went to the media and went to the the publications, the medical publications and journals in that country because there was a case behind it. But mm -hmm. most of the time, those kind of things happen and nobody talks about those, you know. But that was because the case, the family just complained about uh, uh, what whatever happened. And so that showed me the power of our mind, you know. It is, don't underestimate that. If it can make you or break you yeah. it can kill you or heal you it's as simple as that whatever you believe it is that strong so i thought so maybe everything is based on belief mm -hmm. so i had that mindset and i was doing my uh, 
practice and I had to send some reports to for the getting the certification. And what happened was that we had to work on a couple of animals as well. So more interesting. Yeah. About 30 person I had to you know, work on and send the report on and get the feedback and also some animals. So I was looking for people who had pets and I couldn't find someone. And then when I, where I was working, there was a lady and she started talking about her cat. She said that I have a cat. I found the cat in the street. Other, other cats just uh, attacked that uh, little kitten. And uh, so I, it was bleeding. So I took, I took him to uh, the vet and the vet said, we can do the surgery, but you have to pay for it. So I paid for it and they did the surgery and they said that there's no hope, but if you want, you can just keep this cat, but it, he's not going to do much for you because he has lost one of his legs and those kind of things. So she said that I'm keeping this cat, this, this kitten, for about maybe seven or eight months. And he doesn't go out of the place that I had for, for him. He has this litter box in here and the, beside is a bed or something. He doesn't come out. He doesn't let anybody to just touch him. And he doesn't do anything. I said, maybe that's a good case for me. I, I, can <laughs> Try it out. Yeah. I have to get my certificate, so I need it. So I asked him, I asked her if I can work on the cat. And she said, I don't know what, what can you do with the, something like this? <laughs> I, I don't even know, but let's try something. So I called her and what we do is that there, all the information is in our subconscious mind. Subconscious mm -hmm. mind is like a database that stores all the information. So if we be able to connect with the connect to that database, we can grab the information. And if something needs to be changed in those information that helps the person, we can do it because we have access. We have the key to that information. And they're all, this process is all based on science. So, yeah. And so the person who just brought it uh, is Dr. Bradley Nelson. And in his uh, book, Emotion Code, yep. he explains about the process. It is the scientific process. So it might be strange, but I, I just connected to the subconscious mind of the cat. And the problem was the time that he was attacked in the street. And the second time was he when he was under surgery. So he was he was losing hope for life. And those kind of things impacted him to behave like that. So what happened was that I do, based on the protocol that we had, I do those kind of things that I had to do. And then we just uh, said goodbye. And I went to work the day after. My coworker, that lady that I talked to the, the other night, didn't show up. So I was worried, what happened? Maybe <laughs> I did something to the cat. And so I was worried what happened. And the day after she came and I first thing I asked, what happened? And she said, you can't believe it. After we finished our talk, I went to the fridge to get some water 
And I noticed that the cat is beside me for the first time after seven months. He came out of his place. And, and from that time on, everywhere I go, he just, just tries to catch up with me and with three legs. Just <laughs> crawl and try to be beside me wherever I go. And I was amazed by that experience, you know. Yeah. As an engineer, I had an analytical mind, so I couldn't grasp what happened, you know, because, you know, it, it can't be based on belief because I couldn't change the belief of the, of the cat. You know, I couldn't even talk to the cat to, to just to see what happened. It was the emotion. So the second aspect, the second piece of puzzle was the emotion. Sometimes we have those blocked emotions and they're easy to just grasp for example for for anger you're driving and somebody cut you off and mm -hmm. you're tired and you start swearing and um, and then you get angry you know and then when you get angry in that moment your subconscious mind uh, doesn't want to deal with it at the time because you're tired so it is stored in your body as an energy and you carry that energy. It has lower energy than the average energy that you have in your body. Mm -hmm. And it is like having a backpack and full of stone, you know, and you carry it around. And yeah. as you age, it builds up. Because when you have those kind of energy, you are vulnerable to that kind of uh, situation. When you get mad more, you know. Because you are vibrating that energy, you know, within your body. So there are a lot of those. They say on average, everybody carries between 200 to 300 of, of those trapped emotions in their body. Oh, man. And it affects our organs, or affects our different systems that in our body we have, affects everything. And yeah. so if we want to, talk about the root cause of the problems, the physical problem or the mental problem, we have to go and find those emotional the, issues. Yeah. Yeah. That, that is, I mean, mm. oh, man, it, it's super intense because I got a million different questions that I want to ask you now, but sure. it, it just seems like, I mean, the first thing that I'm going to say, it's easier said than done because even for myself, like, you know, I have the book, I talked to my wife about these issues. It's so much easier said than done. Cause I find that like subconsciously, I guess we're just kind of trained to, to just hold on to these emotions. It's, yeah. it's so much easier to just kind of go about your day and then just let it get trapped in your body and then just deal with it for the rest of your life and not even realize it's there until you're, you know, like my age, you know, I'm 35 now and I'm starting to realize I'm like, okay, there's something to this. It makes sense. And I'm seeing the healing take place in other people and people around me where I'm like, okay, Okay, I got I got to address this issue too. And what I love about what you opened up with your story as well, it's kind of like you could actually trace back where that trapped emotion was initially, right? And even with the cat, like the subconscious mind, like that to me, I find extremely fascinating because to your point, you can't talk to the cat, <laughs> you know, like yeah. you don't know if it's got beliefs in any in any regards at all. Like you, you don't know, right? Because you don't speak cat, right? Yep. But at the same time, you were able to release those emotions. And I, I feel like emotions are a universal language that we all have or we all hold on to or, or we all show in different ways. Right. Mm -hmm. But the one thing that I, I did want to ask you, because I had to hear as well, and it's kind of 
I want you to tell us more about the joyful fix quantum healing, like what that is, how that works. I know you might've touched on it with the situations at hand, but how does that look like? And how do you go about practicing this joyful fix quantum healing? So after practicing with the emotion code and I was, I had the different uh, cases, different people that I worked on. For example, I had people who had uh, anxiety and depression. Mm-hmm. And uh, so sometimes you are dealing with those kind of things and it's not easy, you know. Uh, there, the way that people go usually is either medication or talk therapy and those yeah. things. And sometimes you get stuck in those. For example, the medication, when they came out, they said that it is designed to be used not more than seven months. Mm-hmm. But there are people who are using those medications for years yeah. and it blocks all the emotions, not just the bad ones, even the good ones. Mm-hmm. You don't enjoy your life. You get numb, you know? It is not a good place to be. And then the talk therapy, it might work for a lot of people, but it's a long process. Some people say that you cannot even end it you have to just have those sessions every week for years and years and years but there should be a better way easier way so i was practicing on different people on my clients for example i had someone who had some traumatic events in his life with uh, his fiance and then uh, he lost his house and he had some those kind of events and he was showing up at work every now and then I mean one day he was coming the other day he was depressed and he wouldn't come and so nobody could rely on him because he he wasn't in a good mood so when we talked and he decided to come to the sessions so we had a couple of sessions and so he said that I'm going to drop my medications. I said, those are addictive. So you have to just just slow down on those. He said, no, I don't feel like needing them in, anymore. And he dropped all of the medications. He, he was using a lot of medications. He dropped all. And then he was fine. And I had other cases too. A lady had deep depression for 15 years and anxiety and the combined combination of those and she dropped her medication as well and she didn't need to go to therapy anymore because those are the energetic things so when the energy is released it is released you know yeah as simple as that so i was working on those cases and even some more severe cases like uh, people who are dealing with cancer and those kind of things and i was seeing the results but i was thinking i'm helping those people but there should be a reason for all those kind of problems that they have so i can release the root cause and they get healed but what if i can enhance it we can explore and see what was the reason for those kind of situation and how can they benefit 
from that. And then I started developing a method called Joyful Fix Quantum Healing. That's a combination of releasing the blockages and the root causes that we have, plus it adds a different layer, a different element. That sometimes the problems that we have is there for a reason. Mm -hmm. And if we be able to find that reason, it helps us to have an impactful life, you know? Yeah. So that is a combination of those. We are not just uh, getting rid of the, the pain and that's it. We want to know what can we get out of it? Because at the end of the day, for what is the, the meaning of success? So we have to define what success is. So I, I give you an example. So when I'm trapped in a situation that I find fault with everything outside of me. So what happens is that I find that I, I need someone else from outside to come and help me so I, I'll be successful, maybe by chance or whatever, winning the lottery or something <laughs> from outside comes and helps me. And then I'm successful. I'm successful all of a sudden. And we are in a victim consciousness. We are not taking responsibility for the things that are happening to us. So that is the first stage. We are waiting for success to come mm -hmm. out from somewhere, you know, somebody, somewhere, some situation, and we get lucky and then we, we are successful. So that is a specific mindset. I call it the three-dimensional success. So there is another layer, that another uh, stage after that. I call the next stage the fourth, fourth dimension of success. So what is the fourth dimension of success? You take your res responsibility for whatever that is happening to you. And then you say that I'm a fighter. I'm not going to stay loose and wait for somebody else to just grab my hand or something. I'm just going to go for it. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to build up whatever I want in life. And that is a very good stage because you are starting to move. You're starting to move towards a valuable goal. So yeah. you still have your battle with your fear, with the, the things that you have inside, the blockages, but you're just going to go for it. Yeah, You are in that stage that you say that enough is enough. I'm just going to move towards my goal. And whatever happens, I don't care. So that is a good stage. But there are some problems in that stage as well. So the problem is that you have to hustle. Mm -hmm. And it's not easy. <laughs> and it is not something that everybody can do. You have to break a lot of walls. You have to uh, smash a lot of things to be able to just start to move and then continue moving you know mm -hmm. you have motivation you have you need motivation to do that and sometimes we have that motivation we do it we go to the stage that we are looking for and then we find out it wasn't the thing that i was looking for you know 
After we reach the goal, we say, I'm not that satisfied with that. <laughs> and then you start finding another goal and then go for it, go for it, go for it. So it's a never ending road. So you go and go and go and you get tired. So there is another type of success, which is above and beyond, which is that I call it the fifth dimension of success. In the fifth dimension of success, I ask myself, why do I want that goal? What is the reason I want to reach it? And then there is some, some people say that if you ask seven times why I want this, and then whatever answer comes, you ask again, why, why, why seven times. At the end of the day, it is all about feeling good. It's yeah. all about being happy. It was, it's all about joy. So you want that car or house or whatever. Why do you want it? Because you want to feel good, you know? Mm -hmm. That is that is the reason. So if you focus on that specific goal of feeling good, what happens? So you're going to be vibrating in that vibration of feeling good. And then everything else matches with your vibration. Mm -hmm. So instead of having a specific goal that you might have, you have, you can go deeper, deeper than that, you know, not just on the surface. Yeah. And then when you focus on that, it helps you to live that life because sometimes we feel cheated in life and it is the case for midlife crisis, you know? Yeah. So I give you the scenario. We are a child. Everything is provided and we're happy. And uh, our family, our mother and father, they provide whatever we need, food, shelter, clothing. And we don't, we just play. We just go to the playground <laughs> and play and enjoy and laugh and those kind of things. And then we go to school. It's a big shock because we are separated from our family. We have to sit down and listen to the teacher. We have to do the homework. When we go to the yard, other students just push us around and <laughs> feel that what is happening? What, what was that situation that I had is gone. So I had a friendly, I had a friend called life now that friend is my enemy everybody was trying is trying to just hit me and so we just start creating those blocks yeah and then what happens is that we grow up a little bit uh, more we graduate from a school we go to the work and we go to the the society the expectations of the people and we notice that everybody is trying to harm us and, and that guard goes up and up and up. But they gave us, they gave, they give us something. They said that you have to be successful in life. So you have to be successful to be happy. That is mm -hmm. what they say. Society says that you have to have this and that and this. So we go for it. And then the, the joy that we had in childhood, we are looking for that. But we just find, we, we try to find it in different 
objects, different things, different mm -hmm. uh, just uh, things that they say the society says it is the value it has the value. So yeah. we go through that stage and then in the mid age, you're not there yet. So at <laughs> about 40, what happens that you feel cheated? Because we might have all those. We might have all those kind of things that a society told us that it is a definition of a good life. But we are not happy inside. You know, we feel cheated. And depression comes and anxiety comes. So depression and anxiety are those blocks that we have inside because we feel that we are separated from life because we have those blockages, yeah. you know, that causes our mindset to be always on alert. We are all always on our toes. You know, we are, we are waiting for some, something to, or someone to hit us from somewhere. So we are always in that. It is not a good place to be because we have a mindset that life is my enemy. Yeah, you know that that is all about that, and then if we be able to change our mindset, what happens? If you, because you know beliefs beliefs are very strange things. Some people have a specific belief and they, they kill each other to because of that belief. It's none. It might be nonsense, but it is true. You know, they they people kill each other because of the, whatever they have mm -hmm. in mind to be true and the other person has a different belief. So yeah. that is a strange thing, but I have something that I call it practicality factor. So if we see something practical, beneficial, we can choose that. Yeah. You know, if it doesn't help us, we can drop it. We don't need to hang on to it, you know? So if we conclude that in this situation, so if we conclude that life is not our enemy, is our friend, what happens? There's a big shift. Because whatever happens, you feel like there is a reason for it. Mm -hmm. So it is, it is, it is help, a friend is helping me. A friend yeah. helping me to either learn something or grow or whatever that is, it is a friendly event. So when I look back in my life, there were a lot of events that I experienced that after, during that time, I thought it is, it is the worst thing that somebody can experience. <laughs> but after a few years, maybe I look back and say, no. That event was life changing for me. For mm -hmm. example, it I reflect back the time that I had that injury at the time. It wasn't a pleasant thing to experience, but when I look at it now, it changed the course of my life. You know. Yeah. And now I can appreciate it. So, yeah. so if you be able to appreciate the even the bad things that is happening to us because we are saying that a friend is helping us to just find something to grow or something like that, then 
our mindset is changed and you are happier you know in life yeah being always on the toes being always alert to something or someone is harming us you know yeah and, and the way I, I i agree with you with that 100 because i mean I'm, i'm i'm not as old as you yet not as wise man but the one thing i'm starting to realize is sometimes you're right certain things will happen to us and i think there's certain lessons you just take away from it and mm -hmm. and those lessons and i think those hardships like i look at it now from a different perspective i'm like it's almost good that that thing happened to me because i learned a lot it forced me to grow i developed different skills so when shit does hit the fan as they say you know it, it's 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 almost like you gotta take a step back and be like okay well what can i learn from this like what are, you, what are you trying to tell me, God? Like, what is it that I'm trying to, you know, what should I be taking away from every situation? Because I do feel the same way as you, that every single situation that happens to us in life has, like, has a little pearl of wisdom in it if you take it away. Whereas, you know, it depends on your perspective, too, because I think too many of us just kind of going back to the whole emotional side of things, we'll just get emotional and hold on to that anger. And it's kind of sad to see because you'll see people hold on to anger over an event that happened years and years and years ago. Right. Yeah. And I think, you know, from difficult situations, you can almost choose to create from it or you can just choose to hold on to it and be angry forever. Right. And another situation or another point that I kind of had here that I wanted you to touch on um, is self-love and forgiveness demystified. And the reason why I bring that up is that I think it's one of those things that, you know, and this is a very, you know, male dominated audience that. We're yeah. not, you know, necessarily always all about self-love or forgiveness and these yeah. things. You know, sometimes we'll hold on to that, you know, machismo mindset. <laughs> mm -hmm. But it's one of yeah. those things that I do want you to talk about more because I feel like it's something that we may be missing out on as guys. But what does that look like? And, and how do you frame that with your clients? And how do you make it kind of come to fruition? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that is a very exciting topic for me because when I discovered that, it had a big impact on my view. You know, self-love, everybody says that you have to love yourself and those kind of things. We have, we've heard that it's cliche. and But nobody gives you the practical elements and how it is done. Mm -hmm. So uh, I, I'm just going to open it up a little bit. So we talked about the trapped emotions. Mm -hmm. We talked about the different beliefs that we have. Sometimes we get that belief uh, in our childhood. Sometimes it is based on our experience. For example, you might uh, just go to a partnership with somebody and then uh, you might, it might, might not be a good experience. And then after that, you say no partnership anymore. So you build that belief that the partnership doesn't work for me. You know, mm -hmm. that is yeah. the belief. And then it's just the filters that we have. So we have all those kind of things within us. So when I look at myself, I look at myself carrying all those emotions, the wounds and those kind of things, trauma and traumatic situations that I've been. And I've gathered all those blockages inside. So... When I'm looking at myself that way, I have a better understanding of why I behave the way I behave. Instead of starting to 
just uh, blaming myself for the things that I'm doing or the behaviors that I have, I have that understanding glasses. I look at myself with that compassion. I know that those kind of things, those kind of blockages are within me and causing me to do those kind of things, behave like that. So I can get closer to that emotional part of me. And then what happens is that as I get more understanding towards myself, I get more understanding towards other, other people as well. I notice that when somebody is acting that is not pleasant to the eyes of others, that person is acting based on the energies that are stored within him, you know? And when I look at people like that, I can conclude that they are different than the emotions that they are carrying. And I am different than the emotions that I'm carrying. So that is the element of separateness. Hmm. So, so, I'm not my emotions because if I'm the I if I be my emotions, if my emotions change, I have to be a different person, but it's not. So if I'm happy or sad, I don't switch. I'm still here watching my emotions, you know. And then I realize that I'm not my physical body as well. If I be just my physical body, what happens if I cut my hand and put it in front of me? Somebody else is watching that hand. Mm -hmm. So it is not, that hand is not me. I'm something beyond that physical body, you know? Yeah. Because our physical body changes. Our, uh, uh, you know, we have those cells in our body and they regenerate yeah. all the time. After a month, the skin is not the same. After a couple of months, the flesh is not the same. After three, four months, the bone is not the same because all the cells are replaced by the new cells, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah. After six months, we are, all the cells are changed. There's no old cell in our body anymore. So mm -hmm. we are not our physical body. We are something beyond that. And we are not our thought as well. If we be our thought, our mind, if I stop thinking, I shouldn't exist. But that's not the case. You know, I still exist. So it is something else. So you look at yourself from a different perspective. You look at yourself beyond the limitations of physical, emotional, and mental layers. Mm. And then you start looking at yourself with that understanding and love. You know, you see that if there is a scratch in my physical body, in emotions that I have or my thoughts or beliefs, it is something like when a child goes out and start playing in the street and maybe smash some glasses and come <laughs> back and it's bleeding and it's raining and he comes back home and stuff 
what can I do for that person? I can punish that the, the child or I can just take care of the child and just hug the child and take care of the child. So we have that option because we are operating from a different perspective, from the different level. Mm -hmm. We are not associating ourselves with our physical body, our emotions, or our thought or our thoughts. Yeah. So that is a way that we can have a better understanding towards ourselves. And when you have this understanding towards yourself, forgiveness comes, and also you can have love and understanding towards others as well, because you see them that way. You know, yeah. we we are still we we are judging people all the time. That person is behaving like this. That the other person is crazy. This one is just like that. So when you switch from that perspective, you change the glasses from judgment to understanding. What happens is that you feel much better. Yeah. Because it's a better feeling, you know. Whatever you send out, you get back. That is that is the third law of Newton and even the Newtonian physics believe that whatever we send out, we get back. It doesn't matter what it is. So if we send out hate, what we get back is, is not a pleasant experience. Mm -hmm. But yeah. if we send out the good feeling and contentment and happiness and joy, it keeps us more in that state. Yeah. So it is, it is practical. It is, it is not that strange. It's not that uh, philosophical or something like that. It, everybody can understand. We're carrying those kind of loads. We have to have compassion towards ourselves, mm -hmm. different aspects, the layers that we are carrying. Those are not easy. We have been through different stages of life with a lot of uh, loads, a lot of problems and it is it is not easy we have to have that kind of understanding towards ourselves and then we can have that understanding towards others as well a hundred percent man now i think that's a great point to kind of you know close this podcast up with is that what you put out into the world is what you will receive i mean we all kind of know this you know whatever yeah. frequency that you're on you're going to vibrate on that frequency but before you take off, uh, there's the one thing I wanted to I wanted to close up with was your favorite story of transformation of somebody who used um, your modality and actually, you know, was able to reap the benefits from it. Because much like your story where it's kind of like, hey, your back pain went away and it left forever. I want you to tell us a story of a client that you had who went through their difficulties and then came out healed up and feeling like a hundred like a million bucks, you know, like let us know how that story kind of kind of went. Sure. Yes. The one that I want to talk about, it was a young lady. And she called me and messaged me and she said that uh, she was diagnosed with uh, cancer. And she said that she is a very successful person. She is a uh, director, filmmaker. She is a poet. 
and she is uh, an artist, a lot of painting and those kind of things. And she eats healthy food, hasn't had uh, sugar for a couple of years, maybe three, four years, and those kind of things, healthy all, all the way. And she was diagnosed with cancer. And she was shocked. She didn't expect that. You are in on the top, you know, you have whatever you want in life. And she was a beautiful lady too. So you can imagine it's it's shocking. So we went through a lot of uh, uh, talk and I release those emotions. What I do is for cases like that, I work on the immune system. Immune system is a bunch of uh, organs that we have in our body. They have to communicate uh, with each other properly to be able to, for us to have a strong immune system. Mm -hmm. And uh, for example, liver is one of them and thymus gland is the other one and uh, spleen is the other one. Those kind of things are critical in our immune system. And there, there are sometimes there are emotion traps, emotions stuck in those kind of organs and make them imbalanced. So when I release those trapped emotions from those organs, it is they th those organs go to the reset mode and what do you call the factory setting when you yeah, have yeah yeah <laughs> renewed and so they go to that mode and start communicating with each other and the, the uh, immune system gets stronger and stronger and because we have all those uh, uh cancer cells in our body mm -hmm. those are just the regular cells that turn into a different stage that is instead of going out of the body they they decide to stay and spread you know mm -hmm. so we ha we all have those kind of cells in our body but usually our immune system is strong enough to just take care of them but sometimes our immune system uh, is has some problems so so i work on the immune system and i did that for her for a few sessions and she went to another country to just do the operation and they couldn't find the tumors anymore. And they what? were, yeah. And then and, uh, she was healed. And what the thing is that the change started to happen in her life. I give mm -hmm. you an example. The poems that she was uh, creating, it was all dark. The paintings were all dark. Yeah. You know, then negativity based on negative aspects of life. Huh. And then she changed after that. Everything was positive, you know, everything was shiny. Everything was towards life, not towards death, you know. That was a big shift that yeah. uh, happened even if the for the movies that she was directing and she was creating those movies it changed it totally changed you know she was a different person so something negative happened to her life and caused a big shift in her life 
after she went through the whole process. You know, it's 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 life changing. It truly is, yeah. Yeah. And it is life changing and it it gives us hope that we are not stuck. Because sometimes we feel that there is no way, there is no way out. Yeah. And some so that is the reason actually that we get depressed because our distance gets further and further between us and others and in life and then we don't see the light at the end, end of the tunnel anymore so and it's not it's not it's causing a lot of problems for for people and but if we know that those are just the energies that can be released it gives us hope you know big time hope yeah and, no, and I, I love that, man. I love that because I think that's kind of the truth of the matter is that all of the ailments that we see, I think there is a connection to what's going on internally. And the things, the problem is that we don't see it and we don't discuss it. We all think that taking pills or putting a bandaid on it is going to be able to solve the issue. And I, I honestly, I am not of the belief of that anymore. You know, I think, I think obviously, you know, allopathic medicine has its place. You know, definitely there's certain situations where needed. But when it seems like when there's a lot of chronic issues and disease and a whole bunch of stuff that just kind of, it almost seems like it's something cumulative over time. And I feel that for these issues, it's almost, it's almost like we need to explore different modalities and start to go deeper into, you know, where you practice, you know, the emotion code and the joyful effects and all that. Cause I, I really do feel that we're leaving so much on the table. And I think the reason why we're doing it, unfortunately, is that, you know, I think it's greed. I think there's other things that are just, not allowing, you know, this to really take, I want to say kind of like, we need to have like a, a unit in the hospital where, you know, you can practice along with other healers and, and just see, you know, joyful fixed quantum healing take place and, and see more people have these stories. Cause I think they're beautiful stories, but we need more of it, man. Like we need more of it. Cause it seems like, and unfortunately we're living in a very negative, negative place. But the reason why I say that is if anybody wants to reach out to you, where can they find you? And and tell us more about your website, Farzine, all that good stuff and how people can connect with you. So my website is joyfulfix.com. And in the contact section of the website, I have a feature that people can record their voice in there. Mm-hmm. So if somebody goes to the website, joyfulfix.com, they can uh, go to the contact page and they can either... Uh, type or they can record their voice and I receive the message and then I connect with them and then we can have a couple of uh, consultations the free consultations to see what the problem is that what is the plan that we can do I have some programs in there too for example one of the programs is called um, there are different programs based on different things that they can experience people can experience for physical well-being emotional well-being and mental well-being different ones but one of the ones is called bliss breakthrough and it's designed for people who might be uh, from the eyes of others might be successful in life but they don't feel that inside you know there are a lot of people as I said before, they feel cheated mm-hmm. because 
we say society says that that is the way we have to go but we experience it and we don't feel it so and then they might have depression and anxiety they might take medications or they might use different things but they are not happy with their progress i can help them out in a short period of time in a month and it's guaranteed why do i guarantee it no when you go to the doctor no doctor guarantees his work or her work you know yeah that i guarantee that you're but i do it because based on my experience the success rate is very high. So, and it's, it happens in a short time. In one month, they can change their life. Yeah. And, and I'm willing to take the risk to sign the guarantee that if they were not satisfied, they're not, they're not going to pay anything, you know? Yeah. That, that is the thing that helped me to just connect with people because those kind of things are not easy to just uh, grasp or believe mm -hmm. that some you can change those kind of things in just a month how is it possible yeah. but i assure you that based on my experience and the transformation that i've seen in people if there is something that you are dealing with then and so there is something called sometimes we have those kind of problems that uh, is not healed for a short time mm -hmm. we carry them over years and years so you don't need to go through that yeah so, uh, my message is that there are ways to get out of those without any pressure, without any hardship, because sometimes we think that I I can go through some sessions and bring up whatever the pain that I've experienced before in my life. But when you bring those up, it's not easy to deal with those, you know. Mm -hmm. no, but what you... if what if there is a way that you don't need to bring all those up? Yeah. But you're going to be healed. A hundred percent, man. And that's kind of what I love to hear. And when it comes to healing, that's kind of why I created the show is that I'm not looking for treatment. I'm looking for solutions. So that's, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. kind of why, you know, this show exists because it's all about looking for the solutions that exist. And I think this is a wonderful one. And I think this is a great way to go about it. But Marzin, I'm going to make sure I have all the links in the description. And again, thank you. thank you for coming on the show. And until the next episode, we'll see you then. Sure. Thank you very much for inviting. <laughs> Thank you.